The Pelicans fall to the Timberwolves 110-96. They're just completely blown out at home, and that means it's got to be time for a change, right? They've got to do something different. Please? They're 3-16. Let's talk about it in the Tuesday edition of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans and NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts and available on YouTube. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with y'all on this Tuesday, day after the Pelicans get whipped at home, 110.96. We're going to talk about this game, but in the context of a larger question that I want to ask you all. It's time for change, right? So do you do something? Do you think a little bit short-sighted, actually, with how bad things look for the team right now? And we'll talk about that coming up here in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we do that, though, this episode of Locked On Pelicans brought to you by Truebill. Truebill is the new app that saves you money by helping you identify and stop paying for the subscriptions you don't want or need and can even negotiate better deals on those that you want to keep. And don't forget, make sure Locked On Pelicans is your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week on all platforms. No paywall, anything like that. Just free Pelicans talk five days a week. And it's tough to talk about the Pelicans right now. After a 110-96 loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves, this was a rough game. And it's got to be time for a change. You know, look, I'm going to preface this by saying, yeah, there's injuries, right? Brandon Ingram clearly still looks not himself, and injured to a certain degree. No Zion Williamson at all this year. You had no uh, Devontae Graham in this one whatsoever, right? But no, so, so you haven't seen a complete team this year. But this isn't working. This you, was a game that you could have won, right? You've beaten this team before. One of the three wins that this team has. And you got rocked. The Timberwolves were up as many as 26 in this game. There's just no excuse. I'm not saying they needed to win this one, but to maybe not get blown out would have been a good thing. And nearly everything we saw in this game was pathetic. You know, they started Garrett Temple and Tomas Sadoransky and immediately, immediately went down by 11. Garrett Temple came in, or sorry, Kyra Lewis Jr. came in. So did Herb Jones. And to a lesser extent, Um, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, and they started to turn things around and the Pelicans were actually leading after one because of those guys off of the bench. Why were you starting Sato and Temple? That's the question I have, right? And then it leads to another question of what was the process in the decision-making that led to that, right? You know, remember last year we heard reports that came from Griff himself that he leaked to the media, right? That he was saying that he wanted Stan Van Gundy to start Kyra Lewis Jr. and Keel Alexander Walker. You've had Kyra who's had a good two games in a row. So why wasn't he starting, right? If Griff wanted him to start last year and then Griff fired Stan Van Gundy in part because of his refusal to play these young guys and instead of playing Eric Bledsoe, and he hired Willie Green knowing that Willie Green would take some directions from him when it came to the lineups and all of that, right? Like that was a criteria of his. 
Why is Tomas Sadoransky and Garrett Temple starting in this game? Both those guys, you had Garrett Temple in 14 minutes of action, minus 26. Sadoransky, 13 minutes of action, minus 22. Kyra Lewis Jr. in 32 minutes, plus two. Herb Jones in 30 minutes of action, 31 minutes of action, plus one. You had Nikhil in 27 minutes of action, and I didn't think he was great tonight. Annette, zero. Why put yourself basically starting the game off with one hand tied behind your back? And that goes to the coaches and the front office who have a hand in this. Why were those two guys starting? Was it Griff trying to justify the Lonzo Ball deal? It's starting to feel like that at this point. Because they gave you and have given you virtually nothing. I don't get it. And what about Herb, right? Like, he's good. You know? And then you look at the effort for these guys, from these guys. To say it was lacking would be kind. They just straight up did not give a shit. Other than maybe Josh Hart. And that is inexcusable. Midway through the third quarter, the team just stopped defending. It was matador defense, right? You're like you're waving the thing in front of the bull and then you pull it away and just let him run right past you. They didn't try and stop anyone from getting into the lane. And Minnesota just had a field day with the easiest shots that you could do. These guys are getting paid NBA paychecks. You need to go out and give a damn. And then offensively, they were just stagnant. No one was moving. No one was doing anything to make things easier for each other. And after the game, you heard Willie Green just go off on them, you know? Says the team didn't come in with the right mentality to compete. Now, he tried to put the blame on himself, I think trying not to fall into what his predecessor, Stan Van Gundy, did of throwing the players under the bus. But this is on everyone, right? It's not just on one person. This is terrible from what you're seeing from the team right now and it's going to beg a question that we're going to talk about later on of you know when Zion comes back how much is he going to fix because when you look at this this is bad Devontae Graham wasn't going to change anything in this game I don't even know if Zion would have changed much other than the final score made it a little bit closer but this team is bad they shot in this game six for 32 under 20 percent what's going to change like, where is that going to change this season, right? It's not. Not when Zion's out there. They're getting clean looks. They're just bricking them because they're not a good three-point shooting team. So what's Zion going to change? So that's going to lead to the next two segments and what I want to talk about in today's show. Let's not focus on this Timberwolves game because whatever. You know, so something has to change, which maybe means it's time to almost do some sort of like, I don't want to quite call it a panic trade, but it's still kind of a panic trade. So who would you trade for? Why would you want to do something like this? We'll talk about in the next segment. Then in the third of maybe why you don't do that and maybe why you've got to kind of just stay the course, know that this is going to suck, take your lumps and then just kind of hope things get a little bit better in the future. We'll talk about all of that coming up here in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. But before we do that, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Shopify. I love how Shopify has the tools and resources that make it easy for any business to succeed from down the street to around the globe. Shopify powers over 1.7 million businesses from first sale to full scale, reaching customers online and across social networks with an ever-growing suite of channel integrations and apps, including Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Pinterest, and more. It's tough trying to keep your business on social media and to keep 
keep up with everything, Shopify makes it easy for you. Plus, it allows you to gain insight as you grow with detailed reporting of conversion rates, profit margins, and beyond. You've got to know your numbers. And Shopify is more than a store. You can connect with your customers, drive sales, manage your day-to-day -day as well. And Shopify instantly lets you accept all major credit card payments, all major payment methods at all. And it has thousands of integrations in third-party apps from on-demand printing to accounting to advanced chatbots for customer service and beyond. So supercharge your knowledge, your sales, and your success with Shopify. So go to shopify.com slash MBA, all lowercase, for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash MBA right now. Shopify.com slash MBA. All right. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms five days a week, breaking down everything you want to know about this team. And now we got to get into really interesting topics because they got to do something different, right? You've got to try and make some sort of change because this is not working. This is shouldn't be acceptable. The Pelicans need to be better than 3-16, and 16 and they're not, and they look bad. Bottom five on offense, bottom five on defense. You got to do something at this point. So, if they feel like they really need to make a change, what can they do? There's two. There's one name that really jumps out. I don't know if it's the right move. It certainly would be considered a panic trade. But at this point, looking at this team and how pathetic they were last night, and they were absolutely pathetic against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Is it time to at least think, think about Ben Simmons and bringing him in? The price wouldn't be too high. You'd be giving up some of these young guys. Maybe it's Jackson Hayes. Maybe it's Nikhil Alexander-Walker. But Jackson Hayes got no minutes in this game. I don't know why, given where they were, but clearly he's been bad and they're benching him and trying to send a message. Nikhil hasn't really been good at all. Doesn't look like he's grown much over his three years in the league. Why not toss in some of those picks that you have left there? It's not like there's a ton of them. So I don't know if you can swing for a bigger name and maybe a better player than now when it comes to Ben Simmons with some of the assets that the team has. Does he fit with Zion? Probably not. But look, they just shot under 20% from three. Could the lack of shooting get any worse? I don't know. So are you desperate enough to start thinking about that? What if you could somehow figure out how to make the salaries work for John Wall to bring in a point guard to orchestrate this offense a little bit more? He showed some flashes in Houston last year. He's well overpaid, but if you take the contract down in there, he'd be cheap. I'm sure Houston would almost give him away just to kind of get the salary off the books in exchange for some second round picks. And hey, look, the Pelicans got a second round pick in that trade of Lonzo Ball that brought back Tomas Sadaransky and Garrett Temple. So they've got one to spare. Okay, that was a little too sarcastic and a little too all like almost mean there. But you guys get what I'm saying, right? They need to do something. I don't know if there's other names out there. And please let me know in the YouTube comments below. I'm sure you all have guys in mind. Who could you conceivably think the Pelicans should panic trade for? It feels like it needs to be a guard, right? There's definitely some rebounding issues. New Orleans got eaten alive on the offensive glass in that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. But they've been a solid rebounding team all season long. So it feels like it needs to be a guard that can either orchestrate the offense or is just an immediate score when it comes to it. It's not a ton of those guys necessarily available. Certainly you don't have the assets to go and get a Bradley Beal, not that the Wizards are looking to trade him anymore because they're good this year. 
you know, Kyle Kuzma is great. And, you know, so you have to kind of look at something else. Would you roll the dice maybe on a trade for, dare I say it, Russell Westbrook? Like this is kind of the, the barrel that you're scraping from the bottom here when it comes to these guys. But when you look at this team, you can't do this again, right? You can't roll out a lot of minutes for Tomas Sadaransky or Garrett Temple and start them again. I don't know how much longer we can keep looking at a guy like Nikhil Alexander Walker and be like, oh, he's finally turning the corner only for him then to go out and have like a three for 15 night. Kyrie Lewis Jr. struggled shooting in this one. He's one of seven from deep, right? While he had two good games and looked like maybe over those two games, he was turning the corner. You know, on a large enough sample size and on, you know, more time, more games this season, these guys don't look like they're progressing in the ways that, well, if the team wanted to be good, they needed these guys to progress with. So it's time to start sweating a little bit and think about doing something. Because when I look at this team, I don't see Zion coming back and being like, oh, as I, as I kick the table here as I move, that's, that's going to fix things. And so if that's not, they need to start addressing this, I think, because otherwise... We're looking at the lottery, the ping pong balls, and you should all start listening to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board to start scouting who some of these guys, the Pelicans, are going to have a top three chance of grabbing, top four chance of grabbing, something along those lines. And I don't think that's what anyone wanted. That's not what the expectations were this season. And when David Griffin talks about his idea of sustainable success, right? Three and 16 isn't it, despite the injuries and everything else that they've dealt with this year. So this is rough. This is bad. And maybe the Pelicans need to start thinking about making some sort of move. You don't really see it this early in the season. That's a very rare thing. But, you know, like if this is rock bottom, maybe you got to start thinking along those lines. So I'll, I'll be honest, while I'm not ready to pull the trigger on a Ben Simmons trade, I'm thinking about it a little bit more. Enough to bring it to you guys and put it on the podcast today. So tell me, is it time for Ben Simmons? Is it time for John Wall? Who else, Russell Westbrook, who else are you thinking that could be a, a realistic option or an idea that New Orleans maybe needs to try and do a buy low move on? But coming up, let's look at the flip side of that, right? Why you don't do something like that. I think there's very good reasons why you should go do it and very many reasons why you shouldn't. And we'll talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Truebill. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business out to scam you. It's really that simple. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. There is no worse feeling than when I look at my bank account and I see like a $9.99 charge for a subscription that I forgot about, didn't mean to have anyway. I feel like they stole my money. I feel like an idiot too, which is a bad feeling as well, it's just a bad combination of things all around. And that's just because companies make it difficult to cancel subscriptions because they want to keep your money. But Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. And, tr and, and your Truebill concierge is there when you need them to cancel unwanted subscriptions so that you don't have to. Don't feel like your money is being stolen from you any 
more. And Truebill has over 2 million users and has helped save them over $100 million. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. It could save you thousands a year. That is Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is also brought to you by RockAuto.com. So many cars out there, right? And if you want to fix it yourself, you want to save some money by going to rockauto.com and having selection for your parts, which means you can shop the prices that you want. You go to an auto parts chain store, they're going to have one of whatever it is you're looking for, and it may not fit your car perfectly. I've run into that issues and I work uh, that issue and I've worked on I work on my cars myself. But sometimes you just need something, right? But that's going to break. It's going to not work. You don't want to run into a situation like that. So go to rockauto.com where you're going to save a ton of money. Do not choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or a car dealership. Honda Odyssey fuel pump 353 from a chain store, 216 from rockauto.com. Ordered a new um, air conditioning condenser for an older car that I had. It's 350 elsewhere. It was like 180 at rockauto.com. Significantly cheaper, right? So rockauto.com is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years and their prices are always reliably low for every single customer. And they have everything you could need. Brake parts, tail lamp, motor oil, new carpet, whatever it is you might be looking for, they have. They're also going to have a selection for you. You're going to have options. You want performance parts? You can get those. You want the economy part that's just going to keep your car on the road and getting around town? They have that too. So whatever your budget is, rockauto.com is going to be able to find a part for you. So go explore their easy to use website today to find the solution to your auto parts needs. Go to rockauto.com right now to see all the parts available for your car or truck with their super easy to use website right locked on in there how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com all right thank you for making locked on pelicans your first listen every single day we are free and available five days a week on all platforms no paywall or anything like that and for your second listen go check out locked on saints for everything black and gold host ross jackson making sense of what's going on with that offense too the offenses in new orleans not looking too Good. All right. So we're talking about the Pelicans, you know, just very disappointing loss to the Minnesota Timberwolves. And then they got to do something, right? You can't just keep doing what they're doing. So do you panic trade? Do you make a move for Ben Simmons? Fits not quite there, but maybe it stabilizes you somewhat in the meantime and at least makes you competitive enough this season. But look, those type of moves are kind of short-sighted, and you're still playing the long game here in New Orleans, right? Zion's still going to be under contract next year. There's still the very... It's still more likely he signs an extension than not, right, on that rookie scale deal to some capacity. So he's probably here for at least two more years, three more years, four, five, six, seven, potentially, before he kind of gains the leverage that Anthony Davis had when he forced his way out. The same thing for Chris Paul as well. So in theory... You have some time, and that means you almost need to kind of punt on the season, take the bruises, take the hits. That will come with something like that, but it's the right move maybe in the long term. Don't trade away the other first-round picks that you have from the Drew Holiday deal, from the Anthony Davis trade, just for someone that's not either a superstar or someone that's going to fit, right? If Ben Simmons isn't going to have that three-point shot, same for Russell Westbrook too. You know, John Wall's actually gotten a little bit better. But that's probably a very short-sighted move that clogs your salary cap, which is very clean for New Orleans going forward. Not that they're going to spend that money in free agency, right? Saw that this offseason. 
But you still at least want to have more flexibility than not flexibility. And by making one of those trades, you really kill a lot of that. And it doesn't allow you to kind of tinker around the edges or anything. And then you're really relying on still a top-heavy roster. You're not able to necessarily fortify with depth and free agency and things like that. So there's reasons to not go about that, right? You also maybe need to start thinking a little bit past Zion Williamson. That if things keep going south with him, and maybe we'll see him on the court somewhat soon, you know, maybe if you can get in this draft, which I haven't done a ton of research on it. Again, I've listened to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board. I read what he puts out, and I listen to our own draft experts, Raphael Barlow and Mavs Draft. And they seem to think this is a pretty solid draft, and you have a very good chance of getting an all-star level player in the top three, top five. You know, I think that could be a good option for New Orleans to go. Again, more guys on cheap deals that become good. You've got Brandon Ingram under contract and Theory Zion under contract. If you can find your third guy through the draft rather than the trade market, I think that's a very big benefit for New Orleans. And the way things are going, even if they swing for a trade, say for Ben Simmons or someone like that, the likelihood of them getting to the playoffs still, I think, is kind of slim, right, when we look at it. So play the long game. Don't be dumb and don't trade away future assets that could make you even more competitive should you land a game-changing draft pick in this in this upcoming draft. And then if you don't, then maybe you kind of push your chips in and you go after another big-name player that's better than the names that I've mentioned so far. So there's still options for New Orleans. So despite how much everything sucks right now, and it does, and look, the Pelicans realize that. They've brought back their season ticket reps for people in the balcony after getting rid of those, thinking that it was on easy streak when it came to tickets, and they realized that is not the case. So they're trying to kind of work now more for your business again. And look, they have to know fans are going to be upset. It probably means you need to drop season ticket prices by a little bit, or at least not raise them again going into this offseason. So by playing this long game, it's costing them more money. But that still might be what's in the best interest of the team long term when it comes to putting guys out there on the court. So maybe it's better to take those hits now, get it over with knowing that at least you can kind of make the future brighter again if things, ping pong balls, go your way. So let me know in the comments on YouTube. Are you pro? We can call it a panic trade, but you guys get what I'm saying. Are you pro making a move right now, cashing in some of the assets that the team has? Or is it, let's start thinking about the draft Jake, you need to start doing some scouting. You need to start doing scouting reports, some mock drafts, things like that here on the show. Let me know in the YouTube comments. Are you pro making a trade, the short term, or are you prioritizing the long term and thinking a couple years down the road? Because the Pelicans are kind of at that point where they need to make a decision on that, I think, very, very soon. So there you go. Thank you all very much for listening to Locked On Pelicans today, despite the rough loss. Still a whole lot to talk about when it comes to this team. We also need to look at Brandon Ingram. We'll talk a little bit more about him tomorrow. He doesn't look quite right. Let's break it all down. And now go listen to the Locked On Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked On Bets, hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. They are on fire. You're leaving money on the table by not listening to Locked On Bets. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter, and I'll be back with you all tomorrow.